Okay, good morning, everyone. Uh, today's Wednesday. The reason I mention that is someone had such a great kasha last week. At the end, they said, we've been focusing on uh, the value of uh, davening not being an end in itself, but the davening inspires to learn, and hopefully the davening and the learning uh, has some impact on the way we work. That's what we're focusing on this year, tefillah as a preparation. So one of the guys here is a big talker, but he's not just a big talker, he's willing to put his cake where his mouth is. Said, uh, why don't we have learning every day? And maybe even we'll get cake every day. So that's a good kasha. Now you have to find a guy who's willing to give the shear, which I'm not saying we can't come up with, but Friday we're already taken care of. Wednesday we're taken care of. Tuesday would be a good day. Monday and Thursday, I, I'll create a big problem over here if I could teach. Uh, but anyway, it's, on, it's high on the agenda. So those are the great questions we like to answer. I'm not gonna answer any questions about uh, what happened last night in the elections. And all I can tell you is and look it up. It's the first parak uh, that we say is part of the Halukas. I said the same thing last week with the Israeli elections. So that doesn't say anything. The other question I was asked, very good question, a number of people pointed out to me over Shabbos, they were flipping through the Sidurim, and uh, I don't know if it's in every sitter, but it's in the Arts Girl, the RCA, I have it in the sitter that I use, that they, there's a special tefillah that's said at the end of davening. You may notice that when davening is over, it's not really over. This, some people say, animamins, uh, they say the Sheh Sechiros, but there's special tefillahs, there's a special tefillah that says when you leave the Beit Knesset, it'll be worth, I don't know if anybody says that, it'll be worth exploring. And then it says the formulation is, is almost the same in every sitter. If you're gonna go work today, then you should say this tefillah, an additional tefillah. So that's fascinating, and maybe I'll give you a little bit of the history. What I've been pointing out, again, the first couple of weeks we're just setting us up, is that I think everybody's involved in working. Even if it's not technically masa maton, where you, you're going into the office or you, you're Zooming at home, we have masa maton, I'm using this a little homiletically, but it's true, with our family, how we behave. I always say the best way to know whether your davening was meaningful is whether you hold the door open for the guy outside. So you know, you were just spending the whole time talking to Hashem, or you cut the person off in traffic. So. Davening is clearly supposed to have, you know, futuristic impacts, great global ideas that we're talking about, but it's also supposed to have an immediate impact. And that's what I want to show you. A couple more simanim and, uh, from the Shulchan Aruch, from the tour, from the Mishnah Bura, and then I'll show you how we do this every day. We don't wait till the end of davening, but we do this every single davening immediately after the Amida. We jump into a Bein Adam and a Bein Adam La'atzmo aspect. The point being, again, that uh, tefillah, we're not just saying uh, a bunch of Hail Marys, you know, that everything should work out great in, in the day. It's very practical and it's uh, supposed to be grounded. We're talking about great ideas, but also simple ideas. So I wanted to show you in the Shulchan Aruch, Hilchos Beis HaKnesset. The Shulchan Aruch has the laws of Beit Knesset. Now the laws of Beit Knesset is, uh, some, some of it is how to behave in a Beit Knesset, some it's about the obligation to build the Beit Knesset. But included is, Lelech me Beit HaKnesset Lebeit HaMidrash. A person should, ideally, and we'll see, it's codified in Halacha, should go from a Beit Knesset to a Beit Midrash. If you have the learning in the same room, then that's satisfactory as well. So let me just read to you a little bit inside. 
This is in the top. I'm reading you now from Rabbi Yosef Cairo. And you should set time to learn. Now, the Mishnah Bura, which I didn't copy for you, says you really should know every single day, I'm going to have a certain amount of minutes that I'm going to learn. Ideally, you should even have a certain curriculum. The Mishnah Bura says the, the curriculum, this just reinforces my idea of what you learn after davening should be halacha, something that's going to be practical in the day. The Mishnah Bura says that for some reason, if you miss it, you should consider it to be a chov. You should consider it to be a debt that you have to pay back. Now, you don't have to pay it back to anyone else, but to yourself. You have to make it up that day. Rabbi Chaim Kenievsky was very well known. He didn't make up this idea for his chovos. You know, he had a book of debt. Hopefully there wasn't too much debt financially, but he, didn't comp- he had certain goals every single day to learn, every single year. If I could fulfill those goals, what he did for a year in my life, then uh, that would be okay. But I'm not Rabbi Chaim Kenievsky. He used to finish you know, the whole Medrash Rabbah. I find that more amazing than learning, uh, that the fact that he learned Yerushalmi and Bavli every year, the whole Medrash Rabbah every year. So there was a little bit he did every day. Something could have come up. You know, maybe somebody in the family needed some help with the homework, or, or uh, some American you know, pushed his way inside. And so he knew, he would write down. He had a, a book of debt, what he had to fulfill. So everybody uh, should strive for something like that. And then the, Mishnah, the Shulchan Aruch says, V'tzarech she'oso eisye kavua. should have a set time. Again, now, if a person can't do this every day, then as many days as possible. Shalom yavirenu afim husavor lavia charbe. Now, this is very fascinating, the Shulchan Aruch. He says, and he shouldn't miss this, even im husavor, if he thinks, lavia charbe, that by him staying in shul and learning a few extra minutes, he's going to lose money. Now, he doesn't even say he's going to lose money. He's going to lose a lot of money. Now, what happens? Yeah, you should have a basic question. He's saying by sitting a little bit extra and learning, that's going to cause you to lose money. So you're going to say, I'm not going to stay. Now, this doesn't mean you can't go to the 6.30 minion because you need to be in the office by 7 o'clock, right? Well, I don't think they, they finished that fit. By 7.30, whatever it is. But assuming your regular schedule, you may have to give up some deals. Now, is this a lack of ishtadlis? We're supposed to put in human effort. So this is going to, the Mishnah Burr explains it's not a lack of ishtadlis. You know, there's a very fine line, and there's svarim that are dedicated to this, that people live by, the Chovas Halavavos and other svarim as well, that you put in your efforts, normal human efforts into work, and Hashem is going to take care of you. And if you learn and daven, that's not, it's not going to cause you to lose. You know, with tzedakah, everybody accepts that. Everybody knows no one has ever become poorer for giving tzedakah. If anything, the opposite is true. So the Mishnah Brewer is pointing out over here, the Shulchan Aruch is pointing out the same. Now again, if for some reason it's obviously your whole career is dependent on it, and if you don't sign the deal, then you're not going to have work for a year, that's true. But if it's a question just of uh, making some more money, even if it's a lot of money, it'll, it'll balance itself out. So this is part of what davening becomes as well. When you, you know, you dav, there's nothing to apologize for davening for Parnassah. There's nothing to apologize, but if we daven for it and we have the right emunah and bitachon, and emunah and bitachon is not the same exact thing, we'd have to explain the differences between the two, so that's being reinforced. If you go down to the Mishnah Brura, lahaviyach harbe, v'ish kazeh, 
you get a special title, a person who's able to be this disciplined, that they could spend some time learning after davening. And that's going to mean they could have been working at that time. I mean, I think today the way it works, the market's always open somewhere in the world. So your mamish could be, and that's why Chazar Sashat has become so meaningful for people. Because, okay, they have a silent Shemanasri, but at least they could do business during Chazar Sashat. That's not the greatest approach either, we'll explain. You know you're not going to lose anything because of that. And he says below what I have in bold, third to last line, I'm going to be disciplined enough that I'm going to study Torah after uh, davening. Again, the, the, the value of studying Torah is not just to get the mitzvah. You already got the mitzvah's Torah just by saying Berchus Torah. It's the value of Torah as part of your life. It's the value of Torah that, as we're going to see, it's going to change your whole day. You'll hopefully be more of an ethical person. Now, is it true that the people who go daven in the morning, every morning, and then they go learn, and they still rip people off? I guarantee you. I could introduce you to some if you want. But that doesn't mean that's a problem with the Torah or with the tefillah. It's a din in the, it's a din in the gavra over there. And then even their davening and their learning to a large extent is a distortion. Okay. And some of them re, um, re, rehabilitate once in a while. Bishvil harvachas mamon yavahu. So that's what the Mishnah verse says. It's going to come. Hashem says the money's going to come to you. So it's going to come to you. So have your schedule, be disciplined. It's harder than uh, to say, and then it happens. Now, I want to point out, the Mishnah Bureau over here is talking to the every man. In his own practices, he did things that were not expected of us. You know, you never know if the stories, every story about the Mishnah Bureau, the Chavetz Chaim, the same person. You don't know if every story is true. But I heard Rabbi Wine say one time, the stories they tell about the Mishnabura, they don't tell about Richard Nixon, or they don't tell about uh, Shalom Baum. You know, so the stories are pretty good. But it is true that the Mishnabura, the Chavetz Chaim, his family owned a grocery store in, uh, in Radin. And if you have a chance, a choice of going to the grocery store, and there's a chance you're going to find, you know, the Chavetz Chaim behind there, you know, serving fruits, or you could go down to the Baum uh, supermarket, Nobody's going to the Baum supermarket. I mean, for me, you're going to hear the sports scores from the Chavetz Chaim, you're going to get Olam Haba. So he realized that uh, none of the other stores in town were able to stay in business. So he only opened his store a few hours a day. That was the approach. Can you imagine? Now, that's not expected for everyone, right? If, if Chavetz Chaim, the RCBC, would give him Ashkacha, he could stay open the whole day. But it's interesting, the competitive edge. He didn't want his competitive edge to knock people out. So I wouldn't say that's a chiv, but what he's writing over here is for the masses. Now, it's interesting, in the next halacha, the Shulchan Aruch is bothered by something that we should be all bothered by. You're supposed to daven, you're supposed to learn. How about breakfast? You know, there's a famous tshuva of Ramosha Feinstein. He's talking to teachers. He says a teacher... You know, there was a teacher who came late to school every day because he said he spent too much time davening. He said, that's not right. You, you, you can't daven so long that you're going to come late to class. And then you have to go home and have a good breakfast as well because breakfast apparently is the most important meal. So the Shulchan Aruch says, Kodem Shiyach Medrish, before you go to the base of Medrish, Yachal, Yuchal Lechal. 
You should eat breakfast as well. Now, part of this is not just so you should be healthy, but there's a separate halacha, especially if you're working for someone else. We learned this from Yaakov Avinu, that you have to work with full might. So I'm showing you that davening is more than just davening. All these ideas are connected. I have one more minute, correct? Sam's not here to tell me not, and I don't see anybody coming in from the next minion. If you look at the tour, the tour says that what seems over here very simple is part of, here's a big idea. The Gemara tells us in, in Masech Shabbos that uh, when we come up to the Rebona Shalom, the Rebona Shalom is going to ask us certain questions. Okay, it should be in the right time. Hashem's going to ask us some questions. The first two questions that he's going to ask us are, if you look in the, in the Torah, Arachai and Hilchus Beis Knesset, Simon Kuf Nun Hei, Amar Rava, B'shashim Achnisen Adam Ladin, Omrim Lo, Kavati Idim Latorah, did you set aside time for learning? Yeah, it doesn't mean did you learn all day. That's even greater if you were able to learn all day. And then he says, Nasata, right, Venasata Be'emuna, and did you behave with honesty? So you see the strong connection between the two. And we go tefillah to Torah to working with Emunah. Working with Emunah doesn't mean you have to even have a job. It means you interact with people in a respectful, positive way. What I'm going to show you next time, which I haven't gotten to yet, is how every single day in our davening, three times a day, we don't even wait till the end of davening for this aspiration. We integrate it into the Shemona Esrei itself.